Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Every morning, Taryn Armstrong talks Big Brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for March 19th. I'm your host, Trent Armstrong, and with me today is Braden. How you doing, Braden? Doing great. Coming to you live from my own little big brother house. <laughs> yes, I think everyone. I think everyone has their own big brother house going on right now. That's great. We're all such big fans of the show. We're just trying to, you know, create our own fan made shows now. I, truly, uh, just get, get the cameras on. Get the cameras running. Start yeah. voting people out into the dangerous worlds. <laughs> truly adds another layer of stakes. It really does. Don't even need money. Just. Chance of death outside. It's great. Mm. Well, uh, we are here to talk about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother Canada 8 live feeds. But first, we're going to be talking about last night's episode. So uh, so that should be interesting, right? Uh, we had an episode last night. Um, last night, it was the veto episode. We got the, uh, the weird pairs veto where they had to make out with a ball. Uh, and then we saw, uh, the veto ceremony play out and, uh, overall, like I actually didn't, didn't mind the episode. I thought it was actually, uh, not bad. Yeah. I felt like the narrative there, um, made sense sort of, um, kind of followed the, like Vanessa doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, based like the fact that Vanessa had to be involved in the episode and that her actions had to be explained definitely, uh, opened up the door for things to make no sense because that's the reality of the situation. But I think they tried their best to pretend that she made sense. Yeah. I mean, and, and you could tell though, like, I think, or maybe we could just tell that, uh, they're going to have to sort of change the narrative soon that, Vanessa's kind of a train wreck, right? I mean, you would think so. I, I I don't know why they're so like willing to 
Like when when they got somebody in the diary room and they're saying one story that's not the reality of the story. It's like uh, Big Brother Canada, like Big in Big Brother US. If somebody does that, for the most part, they will then be like, "Well, that was wrong, and here's why." Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, unless unless they're Derek. Um, and but but Big Brother Canada, if they say a lie in the diary room, they're like, "Okay, how can we make the footage make it seem like they were telling the truth?" Uh, and that's that's kind of what we get. Yeah. So I I was like like I because you had this as a survey question on the LFC roundtable about the the way the veto was mm-hmm. a pair veto. And I started thinking about last night when I was watching the episode, and I think I really like I think they should do this more often. Just considering like it actually adds a level of strategy to this point in the game that's way more like, I think there's way more to it. It's way more exciting than just, you know, five, six, however many people play the veto because there's less chance of big targets being backdoored, you know, having no chance of playing for themselves. Yeah. I mean, that I think that is true to an extent. I, I do worry though, that if you implement this kind of twist too often, so uh, just to, to remind you guys, basically what happened was the nominees had a chance to pick a partner first, then three additional players were chosen, and then those three picked a partner as well. Um, and I think I think one of the issues here is that uh, like one of the more exciting veto outcomes, uh, one of one of the main reasons why the veto was made in the first place is when it's like the whole house is against one person and that person just wins a veto and throws the house into chaos because now all of a sudden that person can't go home. Uh, <laughs> but in a situation like this where they have to choose a partner to play the veto with, we can we get scenarios like sort of what we got where basically if the whole house is against them, the person they pick as a partner, they don't just don't have anybody they can trust. And that person will just throw the veto and prevent them from winning and therefore prevent the house from going into chaos. Right. Right. A counterpoint early in the game. Is it so often that there's literally one person that is like so alone that they have nobody, nobody like, I, I like the idea of like, you know, instead of if you have four people in your group, you can get screwed by like two are on the block. The third person wins a veto. Um, you know, you actually, it still wouldn't work in this situation. I don't know. Maybe the logic doesn't stand. I just like I the mean, idea I, of I think someone by like, you could choose one of their friends and then just throw the veto. Right. Like I like the idea of the three others choosing someone that they just it's like a block essentially well i mean I, I, it also then incentivizes like okay especially in the beginning of the game there's like two people who are friends who are on the outs put them both on the block they can't mm. pick each other as a pair now they both have to pick people that will throw both of the vetoes uh for both of them <laughs> um and so you know it's i i do think it's a dangerous precedent to send i i, I think that as a one-off it was fine um i do wonder you know could min could min have won this veto on her own if it had not been a pair's veto um maybe and maybe we would be seeing a, a very different week because of it um but uh uh, but, you know, again, it's it's a one off twist. It's not nearly as bad as many of the ones they've done before, but it's not something that, that I'd want to see regularly, personally. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something that a, a twist like this works when the, the contestants don't ex- expect it to come. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's less pre-planning for it or just, just you know, it happens after noms. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so this is what we saw. We saw that, um, that, you know, at first it was like, we got, we got to get Rianne out of the house. She's so dangerous. I'm telling, I like how, uh, I like how, you know, Brooke and Sheldon, when they're talking about Rianne, um, they, even they were like, now listen, I know this sounds crazy, but she is very dangerous. I promise. <laughs> what is it are they just is it because she's such a social like they probably just like her like they can just feel that social gravitas like i don't i don't quite get it i mean she did say in the episode like you know i've spent so much time getting to know people on a personal level and it was like yeah that's why you're on the block Rianne. Because you did that without any strategic maneuver. So, uh, like, basically, if you haven't been watching the feeds, Rianne has been spending a lot of time getting to, or had been spending a lot of time getting to know people on a personal level, um, which, you know, sounds great when you're thinking about it. Like, oh, she's getting to know people on a personal level. That gives her so much room to maneuver. The problem is that she's not doing it to maneuver and she's not maneuvering at all. She's just getting to know people and then, like, cool. Now I got to know you. Like she's not doing anything with it. And so she's getting all of the negative attention of, well, she's getting to know, getting, you know, personal relationships with people and none of the, none of the benefits from it. Uh, so that's why people like Sheldon and Brooke are scared of her because they recognize that she has all of this social capital um, and all she needs to do is start using it uh, and she'll become dangerous. Yeah. And Sheldon and Brooke have, they throughout the episode you can just tell like they just want her out so bad they're just i think sheldon just doesn't quite understand just people just having real social social connections (laughs) that are fully logical based (laughs) wait wait no no no. this is a game there's only game connections i don't know what you're talking about um So, uh, so yeah, we get, we get this, this veto competition, which, uh, it has been pointed out is, uh, is terrifying in today's climate. Um, and the, the competition is that, uh, there's a ball that gets shot up like with air and they need to catch the ball, the, the pair of people, uh, in their mouths and then, uh, both walk it over to like this big glass shaped thing and, uh, and drop it in. Um, and so they're going to have some trouble with this. Uh, in particular, Kyle and Chris, uh, really struggle with this. Uh, it did look like their ball was considerably like shakier, uh, than anybody else's. I don't know if that was somehow due to something that they were doing or if they just got like a a, a bad uh, air blower. I don't know. (laughs) I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, hmm, production really doesn't want Chris and Kyle to win this one, do they? (laughs) Yeah, and then Uh, they they just end up eating cookies and dancing. Truly, that was the right move. Just get out of there. Show that you suck at competitions and you know, eat some cookies. Yeah. we saw that, uh, so Vanessa and Min are a pair. They're doing very well at first. Um, but leading into this competition, we had all this stuff with Vanessa where basically she was involved in a conversation with KVBS where they floated the idea of what if you threw the veto so that Min didn't win it. And, uh, and so according to the show's edit, she 
was like, they're telling me to throw the veto. I'm a competitor. I don't throw vetoes. So I'm mad about this. And therefore, I'm going to tell my friend Min, who I trust. And uh, I trust KVBS. I trust Min. They're both allies of mine. You know, just me just just accumulating allies uh and uh, i'm gonna tell her about this because you know she needs to know and i'm mad about it but i'm gonna pin it on brooke who didn't speak uh because min is already she's got tension between brooke and i don't want to throw my whole alliance under the bus so i'm just gonna throw brooke under the bus and then uh Profit. Just don't tell anyone, men. <laughs> oh, Jared, I love how much you hate her. So, like, you can't. But it really does. Make, like, it, it's not a podcast without you saying that Vanessa makes no sense. But <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I totally agree. Like, I think, I feel like she goes into the diary room and they're like, listen, you did these three things. Can you connect them? Like, what is the string of logic? Anything. Can you give us anything? Because this is part of the storyline. And then she just has to, you know, go through this nonsensical sort of path. So I guess, yeah, the show said, Min's my friend, but I ha- she has literally, you know, the best working alliance of four in the house. But because she has some connection to the most chaotic person in the house... She wants to just give the most chaotic person in the house a heads up to gain some trust with that person, even though they're a backdoor target and likely going to leave and lose one ally and probably the most tight alliance in the house. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's strange. And, you know, the thing is, too, that uh, in the episode, it's the diary room session where Vanessa's talking about throwing the veto and telling Min about it um, is definitely different than the one where she's now like hugging Min. And it's sort of it's a very quick like insert of. And the reason I pinned it on Brooke is that uh, so on and so forth. Um, And that's because I'm willing to bet because here's the thing. I am like 90% certain that Vanessa genuinely thought that Brooke was the one that told her to throw the veto, that she was saying Brooke owes me an apology. She really thought that Brooke did this when Sheldon questions her later. She was like, didn't Brooke do that? And he was like, no. Um, And so uh, I'm pretty sure that she did her diary room session. Um, about how I was told to throw the veto and I'm telling Min about it uh, because Min needs to know, I guess. Um, And then they went and did the footage and they put the episode together and then they were like, hold on. Brooke didn't say a word in this conversation. So they had to quickly call Vanessa back into the diary. Vanessa, why did you say Brooke did it when she... Why did you say Brooke did it? Um, And at that point, she'd been told that Brooke hadn't done it. And so she was like, "Okay, what reason can I come up with to pretend that I did this on purpose uh, and that I intentionally lied? Um, But I still am not giving away the fact that I hate Brooke with a passion and I'm not willing to say that in the diary room. Yeah. So, you know, we got we got reasons. Reasons. (laughs) Reasons. Reasons. Which, you know, I think. 
so, sorry to all the listeners out there. I love Vanessa because it breaks Darren every single time. And I feel like she's going to last. Like, I don't know why. So we'll just keep seeing what happens. It's going to be great. If, if, you know, if this production continues going on, mm. watch of those huge plays down the line. Yeah, and and this isn't even touching the fact that it obviously just makes no sense for Vanessa to have gone to Min in the first place. There's no reason at all to tell her about this. Uh, Like, what purpose does it serve at all? She's already, like, when she says there's tension between Min and Brooke, literally the only tension that exists between Min and Brooke spawned from Vanessa in, in the first place, uh, just like the tension between Min and Kyle spawned from Vanessa in the first place. She's already turned Min against all of her allies. I don't know why she thinks she needs to add further fuel to the fire and why she thinks that because look, Min is then going to tell other people Brooke told Vanessa to throw the veto, um, which is a mistake, clearly, and it's going to get her into massive trouble. But I don't know why Vanessa expected anything different. Uh, and like, to be clear, like men, if if this is true information, then men is in a lot of trouble anyway. If it's fake information, then she can't trust Vanessa, but she does trust Vanessa. So if Brooke really wants Vanessa to throw the veto, she's probably already a target and she's not going to make herself more of a target by telling other people how shady Brooke is. Um, and so like, there's just, there's not a lot of incentive to keep this to herself. Uh, and so it just it's like, why, why wouldn't she say anything at, at that point in, in some, in some ways? So, uh, it's just like, why, why does why does Vanessa need to say anything? And I, again, I think the answer is she's mad at Brooke because Brooke exists, and so she's just always looking for more things to do to be to be against Brooke and to turn people against Brooke. Um, and and the, this one this one really backfired on her. Yeah, it really didn't work. Um, I, I don't even I don't I don't know I don't even want to try to analyze it further because it doesn't make sense. I mean, the outcome, what was going to happen was like so obvious. Like you say anything in a minute, it was it's going to get around. Um, so made no sense. Vanessa, you know, shot herself in the foot. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. After all of that, that they they then catch Vanessa in this 
thing. Um, they question her. Uh, and again, in this conversation, in the episode, she says, oh, well, Brooke didn't even say that. The only reason she knows that is because Sheldon had already questioned her about it and told her that Brooke never said that after mm-hmm. she was confused. Um and so uh, she she is just outright denying everything. I got mind. I got mind. Um, and so it's all falling on to men. And so after all of that, they get to the veto competition and she tells us in the diary room, well, I want to show loyalty to my alliance. So here we go. I'm going to throw it. At, I, I'm actually going to throw it. After all. Wow. Who would have guessed? <laughs> so after all of that, she supposedly now is the reason that Min didn't get the veto and is now going to be backdoored (laughs) after all of that. It was a whole lot of, you know, smoke and mirrors for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Overplaying, slight overplay, you know, but she corrects it a little, a little bit. Yeah, just a little. Um, So, uh, so they're not going to win the veto. Uh, JL and Maddie are going to win the veto. And, uh, here we go. Um, Maddie is going to be taking herself off the block. Brooke and Sheldon are going to discuss what do we do? We can't, can we even get Brienne out of the house at this point? I don't think we can. And so the decision falls to Min, um, and, uh, Sheldon is going to give Jamar a heads up that, hey, I'm taking out your girl. Um, Jamar is uh, in the room. Like, so Jamar was pretty okay with this. In fact, he had been pushing for it um, with both Sheldon and some members of the uh, of the house. Um, and but but he was annoyed that it wasn't Chris or Kyle. Um, and so, uh, we then see that, uh, as Min then talks to Jamar more, um, he sort of comes to be like, uh, maybe I don't want Min to go. I'm not, not sure yet, but he is still lying to Min in this moment. But, uh, but, uh, Sheldon does say, I am going to be telling Min. And we do see a little bit of that scene. She comes into the HOH room and, uh, we see that, uh, this was a, like an hour long conversation, um, where Sheldon was talking to Min about the Brooke thing, uh, with the veto about this five person alliance rumor that's been spreading that has been blamed on Min, even though it was Vanessa. <laughs> Um, and he is going to tell her, look, I, uh, I am going to be putting you on the block and, uh, and Min is, is, is heartbroken that she has worked so hard to be here. And, uh, this is, this is not, it's not cool. And Sheldon is just like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm sorry. You're just the most expendable person in the house. Nobody's going to care if you leave. So (laughs) it's the easiest move to make. Yeah, I can't imagine Sheldon just like watching like a sad movie or, you know, seeing a bit his like firstborn baby be born or something. Just being like, yes, that is the fact of life. Nature. <laughs> I, I like I yes, like that it was watched. it was the most logical choice for this person to sacrifice themselves in this moment. Yes. yes. Understandable. And Jack should have really just let go. Because they both never would have fit on that board after the Titanic fell. Mm. Mm. Anyways. (laughs) 
But I, I mean, like Min was probably resigned to that. And I think so when you look at like telling Jamar, I, I do think like Jamar reminds me of a Hamza where it was like, he just wants to show everyone he has all this chaotic energy and that he's this big character. But I think, and, and you know, he said, ah, I don't care. Like if Min goes and he puts the ball in Min's thing during the HOH competition. But I don't know. I feel like he really, really, really was shook. Like, I, I don't think, I think he expected that Sheldon was with him on the, like, let's go against the bros. Let's get out Kyle and, and Chris, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. In that moment, I was kind of felt bad for the guy. Yeah, and, and one major thing here is that, uh, again, and they left this out of the episode, that um, the five person alliance thing, uh, that Sheldon, Jamar, Hira, Sue, and Brooke are in a five person alliance called Five Out. And Sheldon has talked to KVBS about this alliance because for him, it's a fake alliance. That means Vanessa knows about it. Now, Vanessa has spread this information throughout the house. And like I said, Min has taken the blame for it because Min is one of the people that Vanessa told. And from Sheldon, Brooke and Kyle's perspective, how could anybody have known about this? Um, it, it was impossible. Why would nobody not? Well, none of us are going to leak it. So it, the only person who could have just made something up out of the blue like that must be Min. Um, and so Min is taking a lot of heat for that. Uh, with Jamar as well. If Jamar is concerned that she is throwing heat on his name, which she is, um, and that is concerning to him. Uh, Jamar also something that I haven't mentioned a ton on the feeds uh, updates uh, yet, uh, or I hadn't mentioned a ton on the feed updates, uh, is that uh, a lot of the time, you saw this in one of the episodes, like Min will kiss Jamar, and then uh, he'll like, like wipe his mouth off uh, and then like do like a thing like that's like every time they kiss uh, like they like he there's uh, like if he's in the bathroom and they they're like kissing then she goes into the like the stall and he runs the water washes his mouth off um, and then is like cutting her cutting her she's gone and then she'll come back out and he'll be like I'll never cut you um, like he really enjoys this, uh, as you said, like this thing of like, I've, I'm, I'm in control here. Uh, like yeah. she's, she's got nothing. Um, and so it, it did feel like he was really pushing for that. But when push came to shove and she's talking to him, he is starting to be like, wait, do I really, do I, re- yeah. did I really mean all of that? Wait, is it actually happening though? Yeah. I just think, I just think he, you know, was of, the assumption that in certain situations he just was so sure that she wouldn't go up that he can just sort of say like, yeah, I don't care about anyone, mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of like, like to me, even though I would, I never got to see him on feeds and I wish I could have, it's, you know, what Dr. Will probably was like, you know, behind the, when, the, when he's not in the diary room saying he cares about nobody and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, he actually had some strategy and would actually like, you know, care that Boogie stays the whole time so that they can go to the end together. Right. Like, or, you know, he actually maybe cares about Janelle slightly. Um, but that is, this is completely irrelevant to, to this episode. So <laughs> anyways, <laughs> all right. So, I mean, that's basically what we got from the episode. We see that Min is going to land there on the block um, and it's going to be Min versus Re heading into tonight. Uh, so uh, was there anything else from the episode that you wanted to bring up? 
no, but I did like same same as was as what you said. Uh, like, it, I didn't feel so hoodwinked by the episode. You know, like I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and you know what? I I, I felt like it was tr- it was doing its best to tell a coherent story. Uh, there were some good scenes um, that uh, that definitely like they were lucky that played out a certain way. And I remember watching them on the feeds, and they did play out this way. But like they. Like normally they're so choppy when they edit, um, but especially the scene where Sheldon's talking to Jamar about the decision he made. Um, and then Jamar gets called into the bedroom by Hira and Maddie comes right out and then they have a conversation, like just letting that scene kind of breathe and play out. Uh, I really enjoyed. So there were some editing choices I did. I did like in the episode. So what do you think of uh, John Luke's uh, song making the edit? <laughs> Uh, I, I, I heard I heard the beginning like I've only heard I only heard him do that once I never like rewatched the clip but the second I like heard him start to sing that I was like this sounds so familiar like I was just immediately brought it's it's so it's so catchy yeah you know they should really just start releasing those the songs like I made in the house you know yeah it's a song John Luke's big brother song um all right so that's what we have from the episode we're now going to get into what happened on the feeds yesterday so if you don't want to know what happened on the feeds uh get a better opinion of feeds um but here you go this is your chance um so we're gonna update you on everything that happened yesterday on the big brother canada eight feeds it was day 19 in the house um now it's there's just some whiplash here. There's a lot that's been going on. Um, Sheldon still HOH, uh, Min and Re is still on the block, but uh, Jamar has been removed from the house. Uh, we've talked about this pretty extensively on previous updates and roundtables. Um, and uh, they have been wondering whether or not there is going to be an eviction um, on Thursday, which is now tonight. Um, and then last night, the feeds cut for the episode as they normally do, which like is frustrating anyway. But uh, but. After the episode, the feeds did not come back. And then we were told feeds will not be coming back until after Thursday night's episode um and so to me what this says is there is no eviction tonight yeah i mean i had two thoughts uh either there is no eviction tonight or what like what i alluded to at the start of the episode is maybe they've decided to suspend or actually end the production i don't know i i very much doubt that that is the case I think that it's a very different message if they've decided to cancel the season than feeds will be coming back after the episode. Uh, If if I think if the if they were planning on suspending the season entirely, then uh, they would not have said that. Okay. well, I don't want to scare. I don't want to fear monger among the, you know, live feed updaters. Um, But yeah, I agree. It's just like stuff's going on. They clearly have someone that, you know, was removed and maybe like maybe there's a quit too so that's sort of the other yes that is something we will talk about uh that uh some people are thinking well maybe sue has or maybe sorry maybe carol has quit the game 
Um, personally, I also doubt that, uh, this is something that, you know, people were thinking, well, did, 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 did Carol quit the game or did like other, other things like when feeds go down for a long time, they start to think about other things that were happening around the same time. Could that have been impacted? Um, but it, it seems like it would have been a coincidence to me that it, corresponded exactly with when the feeds cut for the episode and then don't come back up that seemed like a that seems like a plan planned thing like timing wise uh they even were ready to tell us feeds aren't coming back up until the next episode i think if carol quits if something unexpected happened then it wouldn't have been so perfectly timed and they wouldn't have they wouldn't have told us when the feeds were coming back because they're very not communicative communicative so i think this was very much planned in advance that uh, they were cutting the feeds when the episode started and saying they're not going to be back up until the next episode. And then uh, because it takes a long time to plan this, we will then also tweet it out. Mm. So it takes a long time to, to compose a tweet. Yeah. And I guess, you know, if it's canceled eviction, you know, nothing's really going on. They're going to wait to actually play the HOH out, you know, maybe partially live or live or whatever. Um Actually, yeah, if they want to, like, reel us back in, that would probably be the smart thing to do is get through part of an episode and then, you know, have hopefully have a longer HOH that we can watch on the feeds. Oh, well, (laughs) don't get your hopes up, sir. (laughs) I guess I just throw in all these things that I'm stuck in. I'm stuck in a, like, tiny ass little area here. (laughs) I've got, like, all these ideas come to my head. I can't get outside. Just, uh... Uh, okay, let's go. Let's just talk about the feeds. There's uh, <laughs> just more to watch. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, so the, there were there were some things that happened here. Um, you know, prior to the uh, the feeds cutting for the day, um, we had Min talking to Carol a bit. Um, Min believes that Carol didn't snake her. She she thinks it was all Vanessa. Um, and by extension, Kyle, that Kyle tricked Vanessa or Vanessa is a minion of Kyle. And that's why she's lying to her um, and that Carol wasn't a part of it. Min, obviously very wrong in that assertion. Um, and but Carol is happy to blame it all on Kyle says, oh, yeah. And you know what? Kyle talks all this crap about you. He said this. He said this. He said this. And Min gets all riled up. Oh, Kyle, I need you gone. Um, it's all Kyle's fault. It has nothing to do with Vanessa. She's just a puppet. But I definitely can't trust Vanessa. But she's just a Kyle puppet. Um yeah. And so uh, really reinforcing this this uh, this, uh, this assumption of of men's that it's all Kyle's fault and 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 really accentuates the uh, the, the the weird Carol problem that we have that uh, like she's actually in a weird spot, right? Like she's doing kind of well in the game. Like a lot of people trust her when they shouldn't. Um, she's working with the people who are running the game. She's also working with a resistance group. Uh, she's also working with like the tightest outside group of the group that's running the game, the evictors. She's working with them to, to, to some extent. She's got the trust of Vanessa at this point, really the person Vanessa trusts the most. Um, and it's like, it's all over the place. Like she is in a, in a position to do well in this game. Um, but she really wants to leave. She really wants to quit. Um, And like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody doing so well, wanting to quit the game so badly. Yeah. And 
there's a lot of like vitriol towards Carol, but like I get, I kind of like when everyone you know has been in that place where it's like you get you start swirling in that self doubt where she just she just thinks that she can't win, you know, like that's I think that is truly it's like she sees she's set up really well. Like I kind of get like I get the logic. It's like I am set up to be third, and I like I can see how frustrating that is. It's like I have a perfect setup to stay in this stupid house for like a long time and to get like the least amount of money per day that I'm there. <laughs> I mean, like I get that, but like third place is so close to the money. Like, like I've been like, thinking about it and like, like, like thinking about rating her for the stock watch. Like I genuinely think that if she didn't want to quit, I would be giving her like a, at least a five, maybe a six in this, in the, in the ratings. Cause I do think that she's almost a lock for like the end game. Um, yeah. and that, she also, without the quit stuff, is in a position where she's just respected enough that I do think she can win the game if she gets to the final two, but not so respected that she's feared that that people will, would would want to not take her to the end game to the final two. Um, and so I think she's in this like really good spot right now and in a in a position where she can do some some work and there are very mental competitions at the end of uh, at the end of the season. Um, but she, like she's just so convinced that she can't win and that she doesn't want to be there. So here I, I tweeted this out. There are three quotes from mm-hmm. Carol that I think really help uh, explain her reasoning. Um, and people were like, Oh, Taryn, this, these tweets so savage. Um, so savage, Taryn. You're, this is so savage for you. I was like, I, this is my least savage tweet. I'm literally just quoting her. She's savaging herself. Don't look at me. Um, She said these three quotes in the span of two minutes. I did not pick and choose. Uh, She said, first, I don't think I can win this game. It's the end game competition. She doesn't think she can win. Uh, And she says, that's not me being down on myself. That's just me knowing myself and what my body is capable of. I don't think I can win this game. Quote number two. And all I've wanted to do is to prove to people out there that if you're old, if you're big, if you're whatever, you can still make it in this game. And I've already proved that. Mm-hmm. Little bit, little bit contradicting the first one, I think. Um, and I'm not sure she's already proved that if she wants to quit in the second real week of the game. But, you know, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Quote number three. You know what? I will have at least doubled my followers, and that's really all I cared about, too. I think that one explains the first two quotes and their contradictions. That one bugs me. So I have a question for you, Taryn, and for all the people that, you know, say, I hate Carol or whatever. It's so infuriating. If Carol went into the diary room and you saw a DR, whatever, this week, next week, where she said, hey, I've seen, I really love this game. One great way to just drag yourself to the literary, <laughs> tell people you don't want to be there. Tell people it's about the followers and they won't take you seriously. And then she does the like, remove the mask. She like, pulls her face off? What? <laughs> she's just like, listen, everyone, I've been playing the most, the smartest game, like 5D chess. Because I, 
I've thought of this like many times or on a, a game that I played sequester. There was someone named Jayla that kind of just seemed that she didn't really care about playing. And I, for a while I was like, she might just be smarter than all of us and be using this as a decent tactic, knowing that those people go pretty far, but I don't know. I think that would be something pretty next level, but my question to you is, if someone used that as a viable strategy or as a strategy, do you think they could like turn the house guests they'd been with for months into actually voting for them at the end or no chance? It, it, I think it all comes down to, uh, to, you know, are they able to convince people that they were lying the whole time or is this a last minute like... Oh no, I was just kidding. Um, and I, I imagine that a lot of that comes down to like how much respect do the house guests have for that person in general? Um, like one thing that could really work is that like, if you say that you want to quit a lot, but like you don't explain why, I guess like, or your reasons don't make a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. like if people are like, I don't get like, I mean, I like, even though I'm saying Carol is in a good spot, she can win the game. I do know why she wants to leave. She feels like she can't do it. Her body doesn't, uh, can't hold up to it. She's having like a, a bit of a breakdown. Um, and so like you can understand why, but if some, if somebody's doing fine, um, mm. they're doing fine in the game, they're doing fine mentally, uh, physically, emotionally, but they're just like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be here. I just don't know if I want to be here. And if it causes like a little bit of confusion and the other, like, I don't know why they want to quit. They just always want to quit. I don't know why. And then at the end of the season, if they make it there, they go, that was a tactic. It's like, that's why. Oh my God. Like it solves the problem. It solves a riddle in their head, uh, like a twist ending. Right. Um, I think that is a lot more palatable than like just completely feeling like this person, I want to throw their bag over the rail because I'm so frustrated at the fact that like, uh, they're, they're so mentally weak and, um, you know, I don't respect them at all. Uh, and you have a very firm opinion about them in your head. Um, and then at the very end, they're like, Oh yeah, I was just kidding. You're like, oh yeah. come on. And, and like, let me be clear. I we all see we all see the way she says these and the explanations, and she's she is very clearly contemplating trying to leave. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's sad. It's an interesting it, thing to think about. I mean, I think we've all I think we've all all thought about like I, collectively as a community, we've all for Survivor and Big Brother, we've all waited for the moment where where a player does something like that, like where a Philip Shepard removes the mask at the end uh, mm-hmm. and says it was a it was an act the whole time. Yeah. Um, but it's never happened because uh, nobody's that good of an actor, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine yeah, you'd have to be so committed to some craft of something completely different from who you are. And that would be hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but here it is. Carol, uh, again, feeling like she wants to quit. And uh, and despite her good position. Now, I, I, I still don't think that this is going to disqualify her from even perhaps winning the game. Um, but. The more this happens, the more often this happens, uh, the less likely it is that she can, I think, win, even if she makes it to the final two. Um, 
Now you never know. You never know because you, you don't know how hated the person she's sitting next to will be. Um, and that's unfortunately a fact of, of how the game works. And so I do think that Carol still can win this game. Uh, but, uh, this is getting worse and worse. And I really feel like they just need to let her go. Like if she doesn't want to be there, she shouldn't be there. She's dragging everyone down. Uh, she's causing the feeds to go down for hours at a time because she goes into the diary room and asks to quit. Probably. I don't know. Um, and so just let her go. And then we'll have an end game where we don't have to deal with somebody who's just being dragged because they didn't want to be there in the first half and nobody respects them. And they can't win the game anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like either production lets her go or the, the house gets come together to vote that person out. Like, it, it does bug me. Like, the, I'm happy to see the Nikos go early or the Carols go early. If you don't have the um, the drive for the game, then I'd rather you not sort of screw up the end game, like, where there's a final seven with, you know, two or three viable goats. So, mm-hmm. that's great. All right. So... There were some other conversations that happened during the day. We had uh, Min and Sue really get into it in the HOH room because Min is trying to explain to Sue what like what's been happening with Vanessa. Like, no, you don't. I need you to understand. Vanessa has been talking crap about you. Vanessa has been getting in my ear about you. And Sue is just like, I don't believe you. I just, you're lying to me. You're just trying to blame it all on Vanessa. Obviously, uh, you're in trouble. You're desperate. Like, uh, come on, come on, Min. And Min is just like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I promise you, this was Vanessa. It was all Vanessa's doing. I'm telling you. And it's just like, I just don't. I'm sorry. I just don't believe you. She's like, this is so effing frustrating. I do know how frustrating it is to be telling you the truth and to, to telling the truth. People don't believe you. It's oh, my God. Oh, my God, Sue, I'm telling you, it was Vanessa. Uh, And Sue's just like, I mean, uh, Min, why are we talking about me and my boyfriend? Why are we doing that? Why is that necessary? Okay, but Vanessa was the one she said it first. We were both talking about it. Come on. Come on, Min. Come on. Uh, Like, should we go pull up Vanessa right now? Should we go and get Vanessa? Okay, but like, let, let, let me explain. Let me explain yeah. what's been happening. Vanessa has been the one that's been getting in my ear. She's been calling you the female Kyle. She was talking about your boyfriend too. Like, I'm telling you, she was part of it. Uh, and Sue's just like, nah. Yeah, I mean, that was, it. obviously, we don't have a lot of feeds that we got to watch yesterday, but it was a fun conversation to watch. And like, you know, she's, she, I feel like Min, I get it, I get it. She feels like she's going crazy sometimes because there's enough people that can sort of cover tracks for other people. And Min also just doesn't know what point she's trying to get across half the time. Just that, I guess, Vanessa lies, but also Kyle is a, a henchman, or Kyle, Vanessa's Kyle's henchman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And also that Sue boyfriend should dump her or something i don't know yeah she just gets put in circles and she doesn't want to just like she she doesn't know what the point is so sue's really good at just like looking her dead in the eye raising her voice at just the right times and being like you're lying you're just a liar i don't have to (laughs) here's the thing too where it's like one of the things we were talking about is now now that min is going to be voted out 
Vanessa will finally like be caught because there's nobody to take to take the heat for all of Vanessa's uh, wild card behavior. Um, but if this eviction is canceled, like I really think it is, then uh, then Vanessa can keep keep on wild carding, and Min will keep on getting blamed for it. It seems. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Like so, the, whatever evictions canceled. Say evictions canceled. I think like it's Min just basically has two chances to keep herself in the game because I think when there's a canceled eviction it's usually quite likely that people just try to go back to status quo to get the same person out yeah I I do think that uh, and I talked about this on the roundtable I do think that Min does have a chance that uh, if the like let me just say I I fully I'm not even going to say if the eviction I think the eviction is canceled hands down I think there's almost there's no chance it's not canceled Uh, so with Min staying in the game I think that uh, that I do think she can uh, she can do she can get back into good graces, especially if Vanessa does keep wildcarding. Certainly, Min might take some heat for it, but Vanessa's not going to tell Min things anymore, and no. that means that Min will not be involved. And there's a chance that Min is vindicated. Uh, if Vanessa fully gets caught, then Min might be vindicated, and at that point, she can probably work her way back in somewhere. Um, but uh, but it will be a tough road for her. Um, so yeah, yeah. Thing to watch out for is you know does Vanessa you know sink her game fast enough for Min to sneak in? Yes. Uh, so Brooke and Sheldon. Uh, have you know interactions throughout the day here um, now I don't know if this has been building but the feeds have been cut and we haven't been seeing it but I saw a significant shift in Sheldon's behavior toward Brooke over the course of the day um, and it started with this initial conversation uh, where there had been like a little bit of tension there um, that I, I don't think Brooke loved that Min had a sleepover <laughs> with Sheldon. Um, and so she had kind of like bailed on him for a study session. And I, I think that maybe that was the inciting incident, right? Uh, or maybe it, again, maybe it had been building, um, in the previous days and we haven't been seeing it because the feeds have been off, but, uh, he was definitely like, Oh, she didn't come and see me. Um, and he, he goes to her and he's like, uh, Oh, Oh, and I, I forgot. I'm, I'm mad at you. Cause you didn't show up for our study session. Kick, kick you, kick, playful kick. Um, and, uh, you know, then, then he goes on to a little bit unprompted, explain what happened with Min. Uh, like, Oh yeah, she kept trying to cuddle me, but I was just like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, uh, that's, I was, I was definitely getting a different kind of vibe. Uh, then later in the day, he's talking to Min and, uh, Brooke comes in and he's like, Hey, Hey, Min, tell, tell, you want to make Brooke uncomfortable? Tell her what we just talked about. Uh, and Min said, uh, I asked him who he would date in the house. Um, and he said, you. Um, and, and, uh, he was like, Oh, look, she's uncomfortable. Um, and then later in the day, uh, even just like in their interactions, they're like under the covers and they're doing their doing like they've been playful before, but there's a different vibe to the playfulness, guys. I've got an eye for this. Um, I, I, I remember I remember Kevin and Peely way back in the day being like, oh, there's something here. Um, it felt it felt like there's something that's that's going on here. Uh, and, and I know that this is, uh, you know, t- top tier information. 
People are looking out. People are really, they're like just clamoring. When, when is this going to happen, Taryn? Tell me all about the showmances. Yeah. And so, you know, we fine-tuned Taryn now over however, however many seasons of the updates that he's now starting to, he's picking up on these emotion cues here and there. He's got the eye. He watches the covers. Oh, I, I've always had the eye for showmances. I just don't care for it. Just, you know. Unless it's um, Kevin and Pelia, then I do care for it because they're great. Yeah, they, they truly are. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was just obvious, like, you know, Brooke has, like, a feel for Sheldon or, like, you know, she may have some feelings for him. And, you know, she doesn't want to make it so, as obvious as Min, who, when Jamar was around anyone, she would just freak out because that's her man. But, yeah, she's, you know, She's doing. She's doing what you do. Kind of distance yourself. Be like, that wasn't cool. Didn't like it. And I think Sheldon probably caught on to it too, even though he uh, is also not fine tuned for emotional responses. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and again, both of these people are very anti showmance in the house. Um, so it remains to be seen whether any of this will actually happen in the house but typically things do happen eventually typically they're in this house for a long time and they cannot control themselves but Sheldon's a very controlled guy so who knows yeah I think it's one of those things like it probably wouldn't happen until later in the game when they think you know it wouldn't negatively affect their ability to win I guess yeah. Um, but and again, this is this is all, you know, still it's, it's speculation on my part. But I in in the past, I've been saying Brooke has a crush on him. I'm not sure I've, I've seen the reciprocation. I am now seeing a reciprocation. Uh, nothing, nothing confirmed or anything. It's just uh, what, what I'm seeing here. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, we then had uh, Maddie and JL. We're talking a bit. Um, Maddie has been talking. She talked to the cameras a little bit. She talked to JL about this, that um, she knows that Kyle has been trying to work her um, and that uh, he's trying to get her to go after Hira. So Hira is uh, the next big target now that Jamar is gone. And so uh, he's trying to get her to go after him as well. She is not planned to do that. Uh, she says to the cameras, she says to JL, I am not going after Hira. That is not what I want to do. Um, JL wants to make sure that she recognizes that, uh, hey, like, you realize he's just trying to cover our tra- his tracks with us. Like, he's telling us the same things. Um, and she says, yes, believe me, I know. I, I tell the cameras. I always give them signs like, uh, I'm not really with him, Canada. Um, and so Maddie says, I really want to be the person to backdoor him and not tell him just like what happened to Michael because he was basically the HOH last week. He was basically the HOH. Um, and uh, I'm, only pre- I'm only pretending when I talk to him, that Kyle. Uh, so it seems like, uh, that, you know, in the past, Maddie and Ree have talked about targeting Chris over Kyle. Um, I think Ree is a little bit more on board with that idea, but, uh, but it's, I think it's been shifting a bit. We, we've heard a few different conversations that indicate that Kyle may be a bigger, uh, threat to them, but that doesn't mean that, uh, that Kyle would actually go out if he was put on the block next to Chris. It just means that they would want him to. Yeah. I think the, the top, Time from Chris's HOH reign is, uh, you know, however, the longer we get away from Chris's HOH reign, the better for him. Because I think then people will realize, okay, no one is actually, like, people aren't that tight with him. You know, they were sort of using him. 
And I think, yeah, the house will kind of sort of see. Obviously, Chris is sort of friends with people, but yeah, I, I, I just think that it's going to be better for him that people realize he's not as connected as he might have seemed when he was HOH. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Hira, um, just a couple of uh, quick things before we wrap this one up. Um, I He, uh, not talking a ton of game, but um, he does, he has been building a relationship, a bigger relationship with Brooke, uh, especially that um, him and Brooke are like, like Brooke can be goofy around him. Um, and like they're, they're uh, doing silly things like, doing finger guns to each other because that's a silly thing to do. Um, they're like doing goofy oh, dances. Oh my God. <laughs> doing uh, goofy dances with each other. Uh, there was one moment I, I, a day or two ago, I don't remember exactly when, uh, when uh, Brooke was like, like trying to dance, uh, but like she's not good at dancing um but she's like dancing to like to hira um and then uh but it's like really awkward uh but then sheldon walks in and she's just like hey sheldon (laughs) i was just doing some goofy dancing (laughs) uh she was like much more embarrassed um which was funny so uh they're they're developing that relationship here also developing a, a good relationship with sue i know i've talked about this uh, a little bit in the past that he opened up to sue about his final two with min um and he comforted her after they found out about the virus um but uh but that they are continuing to have these conversations uh some sweet some sweet moments genuinely that like he he's really kind of like acting as a father figure to her in some ways um and you know uh they they talked about like uh, her life and you know uh that he 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 will be there for her if she ever uh finds herself uh running he like he she reminds him of himself when he was that age um and uh and and sweet sweet moments like that here it seems seems like uh like a really a really good guy which is not you know breaking any news but uh he is continuing to uh to develop these really good personal relationships in the house yep and it's those types of uh you know relationships where people just it's that sort of unspoken social connection that just makes people not put you on the block at times and and Yes, and the evictors are, are are some of these people as well that he is developing these good relationships with, and, and that's one of the reasons why they're like, well, we're definitely not putting up Hero. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, then uh, we have uh, a new alliance. It's a, it's a new alliance. It's going to run the show. Um, it's a Final Seven alliance named uh, Solid Spread was formed in the HOH room. Um, Carol uh, was a part of it, but uh, she quickly ran to the diary room to quit the game afterwards. So I don't know if she's uh, super committed, but uh, we'll see. Um, it's it's a fake alliance, guys. It's, uh, it's a fake thing. Uh, they were just like, hey, final seven. Well, at first it was like, hey, final five or four or whatever. Then, then more people walked in. They're like, oh, seven. Uh, what's the name? Uh, well, like we're solid, right? There's spread, solid spread. Solid spread. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, for for a little while, people were speculating that this was the this was the breaking point for Carol. Solid spread has has was the last straw, uh, <laughs> and that's uh, why she needed to go and quit the game. But uh, then the feeds came back, and she was still there. Yeah, you know, just she's doing so well that she's just like I proved it. It would have been great 
honestly, it would have been great if uh, if Carol had quit right after Solid Spread, because then you could have said that Solid Spread uh, has claimed their first victim. It's a very <laughs> effective alliance. Yeah, it eats their own. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's about what we have for you, unless there's anything else that you wanted to bring up, Braden. No, I mean, everyone's talked about it, but, you know, I, I just... Uh, if you haven't listened to Ica um, or that LFC roundtable, go back and listen to it. Like I think for someone like me, that's just uh, if you don't watch the the video, I'm just a generic white dude. Um, I forget, you know, like you sort of forget about some of those like very simple social interactions and microaggressions and things like that and the way that they affect people. So it was enlightening. And I'm still one of those people that, you know, I'm not like cancel culture and I didn't see Jamar leave and say, you know, I'm never going to watch again. And I'm hoping that production gives us a good explanation today. But yeah, so it was an interesting podcast. So I, I really... Well, th- thank you. Uh, I, I I thought it was great as well. Um, hearing from uh, from Ika and, uh, and, and Andrew, I thought they were both really great. Um, and... We're going to see. We're going to see what happens tonight. Uh, I imagine that the episode will be focused on like men trying to stay and Mm -hmm. then uh, then the house meeting and then it will end with something like uh, like maybe like 40 minutes in Jamar is going to be removed from the house and then uh, it's like okay and then the eviction was cancelled and then uh, maybe we'll start an HOH competition or something like that um, but we'll we'll see how they handle it uh, you know I'm sure we'll be talking about it tonight after the episode. Uh, We'll be doing our recap podcast. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, I will also be streaming about the stock watch today. The market closes at 4 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you get your picks in. Um, I will start the the stock watch stream very soon. Very soon. We're going to try to get it in earlier today. So um, uh, be prepared for that. Twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. As uh, we talk about the stock watch and all of that stuff. Uh, then tonight, like I said, uh, eviction recap. And after the eviction recap, I will be talking with Derek Lavasser about last night's Survivor, which, um, woo! Yeah. <laughs> so watch that one. That'll be, that'll, uh, great. That should be very fun. That should be a great podcast. So, uh, check that out. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have some fun. So, um, Thank you guys for joining us. I'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today and really tonight on the Big Brother Canada 8 live feeds. And uh, that's it. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Braden, where can people find you? Oh, find me on Twitter. It's Braden with a B. There you go. And that's that's the actual handle, not you, you trying to uh, explain how to spell it, right? Right. So when Melissa says with three A's, there's just three A's at the end. Mine is Braden with a B. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Terran. Thank you guys once more for joining us. And I'll see you very soon tonight, whenever you come back, because I'll be streaming all day pretty much. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.